The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and on Podcast One, all your podcast platforms. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. The Burgundy and Gold or the Washington football team, you can call them either one, the Burgundy and Gold or the Washington football team, but you cannot call them that other name. No, 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 no. That's all, that's all changed, and we're not using that name here on the Federal Football Report. It, we were way ahead of the curve on that of course one, we were. man. We, we, we never called them by that other name. That's why it was the Federal Football Report, all things Burgundy and Gold. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're welcome, Lee. Right. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes people are offended by the word federal because they think of the federal government. But we're the Federal Football Report. That's right. And we're on Federal News Network. That's why we're federal. That's so we right, won't change right. that name if it offends you, by the way. That's right. That's right. I mean, we're not here. I mean, we are here to please you, right? Exactly. But we're not here to, to like, kiss up to you. We're just here exactly. for the facts, like Joe Fry said. Yeah. A byproduct of our greatness is that you're pleased by it. We don't oh, aim yes, to yes. please you. It's the fact that we're so great, you're pleased by it. And that's what happens. That's right. Sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes the truth hurts so good. That's right. right. <laughs> there you go. And we got to get to the truth about this team. Washington football team, one and one after two weeks. It's funny because, you know, um, I would like to say it was situations beyond our control, but we were kind of in control of them. But we didn't do a show week one. But we've been doing shows all off season. Didn't do a week one show, partly because I wanted to see what would happen in week two, because week one just felt like a dream. I mean, you mm-hmm. sit there and you're watching the football, the Washington football team. They're down to the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, 17 uh, a zip. And the next thing you know, the second half starts and they come out like a totally new team. Like they thought the first half was just like practice. Oh, you know how sometimes in the preseason you, you, you'll practice against or scrimmage the team that you've got a, got a game against that, that weekend, a preseason game against that weekend. It's almost as if they felt like that first half was the warm-up practice with the Eagles, and then the game started in the second half because they came out on fire. Now, I will say this. The offense came out on fire in the second half. The defense needed maybe three series in that first game in week one against the Eagles, and then they woke up, and they turned into the defense that we thought we was going to see. Yeah, now I'm going to give everybody a pass for the first two weeks because of the extenuating circumstances and the way they had to adjust what they've done uh, with the COVID situation. Um, so I'm gonna give them a pass. This is really their preseason. This is they have to not only get used to the, the new coaching staff and a new system and new terminology, they have to get used to this new routine of, of, of playing professional football. Now you got a guy like Dwayne Haskins who's only been this is his second league, second year in the league. You know he he had a. a a structure that he was adapting to this year. Now it's all different for him as it is for everybody else. So right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a pass for the first uh, two, possibly three weeks. Having said all that, the team still is in first place in our division. So I'm going to well, take you go. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I want to do because we all say how hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I mean, yes, yes, you know, yes. when you look back, uh, you, you, you look at it with a different clarity and with a different understanding because of time and, and, and you're able to you know, kind of assess what happened with added bonus time looking back. But what mm-hmm. I want to do is let's go through our week one thoughts and see how cur- how on point they sound given the fact that we've been through what we've been through in week two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So so and we'll go we'll go we'll go um we'll go piece by piece. 
we'll do offense, we'll do defense, we'll do coaching, we'll do individual players, okay? Um, and let's start with the defense. What were your week one thoughts? Without, without any kind of hindsight uh, analysis, just after week one, win against the Eagles, what were your thoughts about the defense? My first thought about the defense was, and I think I've tweeted this, who is Kevin Pierre Johnson or whoever the guy is? <laughs> Where did he come from? KPJ? <laughs> yeah, well, who, how did he, when did he get on the team? Was he there? Mm-hmm. Were you were aware that he was there? That we had a, line, a three-name no linebacker who, yeah. there? Matter of fact, he, yeah, I mean, matter of fact, I mean, I, 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 I thought the same thing watching week one and then forgot about him and then asked the same question in week two. And like, oh, wait, no, no, no. I, I, I remember him from not knowing him from week one. Anyway, go, go right ahead. <laughs> we had plenty of linebackers last year playing out of position. But, uh, yeah, I was – well, that's one that, uh, that uh, Coach Rivera uh, uh, slipped in on this. Overall, I liked uh, – in, in the still preseason concept, I liked going back to the, uh, to the 4-3 defense. I liked the fact that uh, – that guys like Ryan Kerrigan and Chase Young are, are being aggressive because they're down in the stance and can take on guys who usually were hitting him around the rib cage, right? <laughs> I like that. Um, I like the speed at, at the linebacker position. I, I really love the fact that even whenever there was a play made by the Eagles offense last week and this week by the Cardinals, even if it was a successful play, at the end of the play, there were a lot of, of, of burgundy and gold uh, uniforms around the ball. Mm-hmm. Guys are flying and flowing to the ball. Even though somebody makes a mistake, there's still guys flying, flowing to the ball. I, I like that. Um, what I didn't like was we, we we're lacking a little speed at the safety position. Now, mm-hmm. uh, people on, on um, social media have, have uh, anointed uh, Troy Apke to be the, the next coming of Steve Atwater for some reason, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> But he's been caught flat-footed on a couple of occasions. And there were a couple of occasions in the Eagles game where uh, Wentz just overthrew the receiver because he, Apke has gotten beat. You know, right. he was supposed to be in double single coverage. He just gotten beat. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, um, I think uh, there's promise. There's promise in the defense. There's ways to go. A couple of drafts, a couple of free agent classes here and there. You know, we might be looking at something great here. That, that's what I felt. And, when I, you know, after week one, again, with no hindsight, I thought – this defensive line is going to create problems for the NFL. I mean, I'm looking at these guys, eight sacks. And, yeah, we've seen this defense, uh, you know, put up good numbers before in individual games in a season and then, you know, not live up to it the entire time, uh, length of the season. But, however, I mean, they looked so impressive. And the thing that seemed different about it this year, to me, was the rotation on defensive line. I mean, you got so much depth there that you can rotate guys in, you can get fresh legs. I mean, I'm sitting there watching Chase Young and Kerrigan doing their thing, and the next thing I know, Ioannidis got a sack. I'm like, oh, I fr- that's right, Ioannidis. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, the depth here, right? And so I was super impressed with the defensive line. And I like the way, like you said, the, I like the way the secondary – despite probably not even probably, you know, number one being down Kendall Fuller, but, but being the weakest link on the defense, they were just hovering around the ball. I like the turnovers we saw. Um, and so, like you said, I thought I saw a promise. I thought I saw a promise with that. And let's go offensively after week one. What were your thoughts about the offense? I think that they're trying to do too much. I, I, I think that, that um, the success of, of running uh, guys left, right, up and down, pre-snap and all that with teams like Kansas City 
And uh, uh, I think the Ravens do a little bit of that. I, the misdirection, the trickeration, as I used to call it. Mm -hmm. I think the trend to that is harmful for this team because they don't have an identity established yet. It's hard. It's hard to fake guys left, right, in, up, up and down if you're not going. If you can't run straight, you know. It's, <laughs> you know, if I'm the defense, I'll say, okay, well, y'all just go ahead and do all your gyrations. I'll be mm -hmm. here when you finish, right? You know. Right. So I don't like that. I, I don't like the fact that I don't see enough beat your man one on one football established. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having said that. I think there's potential there. I, I think that there's some talent on this team. I think that uh, that uh, the quarterback position is one that's that's that will develop. The guy that's a this is our quarterback. There's mm -hmm. no doubt right now. They just gotta fix everything around them, right? And, only, it was uh, only what in week one is only eighth start or seventh start, something <laughs> like that. He hasn't. I mean, it's, it, people. I mean, we can say this is his second year. Yeah, technically, but I mean, it's, he's still kind of in his first year because you can't even really count. Even the times he played last year, maybe up until the end, you can't. Last year was such a circus. You can't really count. I mean, yeah. how can you put a young man like that into last year and expect him to? Well, you can't. You can't think that he's going to do well in dude, that situation. Dude's on his third head coach in less than a season. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. You know exactly. <laughs> third head coach in less than a season. Second general manager in less than a mm -hmm. season. Second broadcaster. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. In less than a season. So, like I said, he, he gives a pass, right? Um, you know, uh, Terry McLaurin is a talent. He's a, he's mm -hmm. a league-wide talent, right? You know, everybody, everybody would love to have him on his team. Um, I'm a little disappointed they didn't get a seasoned veteran to play opposite him. Somebody like a, uh, like a comfortable, like a, you know, like a blanket receiver, mm -hmm. an older guy, like, you know, who's not, who just happened to be in the league, or, you know, like, actually like, like Deshaun, uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson is playing in Philly when he's mm -hmm. healthy, right? Mm -hmm. he, he's the veteran. He's right. the, season, right. the seasoned vet, the go-to guy, right? And and that's what this team needs, man. They need a an older, if uh, you mean a vet if, like Adrian Peterson, like a vet <laughs> like they would have, or Adrian Peterson playing running back, or Adrian Peterson who's averaging five yards a carry, by the way. But we'll get to that later. Um, a Des Bryant would have been right. awesome for this mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. A guy who's on the downside of his career but still has enough fire in his belly oh, to want yeah. to perform. Right? Oh, he'd be, you know? he'd be, he'd be an on-field coach. He'd be an on-field coach. He'd be he'd teach hustle. He'd teach heart. You know what I mean? He'd teach right, toughness. Right. And uh, you know what? And guys would listen to Des. Oh, of course. Guys they would. got enough mm -hmm. respect for Des, so they would listen to him. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that there's, there's some work to, to do. Uh, right now, it's up to this coaching staff to see what they can do to build up the character and the the uh, desire in this team. I think the guys really want to perform. I think they really, really want to do. Yeah. Uh, they, they want to. Uh, they, they want to. But I, I think it's up to the staff to put them in positions where it's easy for them to uh, perform. Well, and that's the thing that I, you know, when it comes to my evaluation, only after week one of mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. offense, you know, without any kind of hindsight, is the fact that they seem to get going only when they're in hurry up or no huddle, you know, when they're trying to push the pace, which happens when they're down and it happens in the second half of a game. And so I think to myself, if this is so successful, why not start the game? This way? <laughs> like, you know, like, why not? You know, like who says you have to start a game with the slow pace and methodical and try to get, if it doesn't work for you. Right. And so what I'm thinking is, you know, well, Haskins only seems to be successful when they don't go no huddle, or when they go no huddle, or when they well, then you know, okay, do that then. Like, I don't understand the, the, the like, why not 
why not start with a quick pace to try to establish your rhythm that way? You know what I mean? And then slow some things down and try to establish whatever. But why not get the ball out quick, do some quick receiver screens, do some quick slants, like do the things that you know are going to work and move at a faster pace if that's what it makes the, the offense run and go. And then you can start working in some stuff once you work in the rhythm that way. Like why does rhythm have to work in slow to, okay, now we're in a groove, as opposed to start fast and now we're in a groove? Well, well, for one thing, you wouldn't need the coaches then that you're paying a lot of money to, right? If Haskell could just go call his own plays, right? You know, uh, no huddle, just, you know, call. I'll let you know at the line of scrimmage what I want you to do. But, but to me, what, but what doesn't it make a lot of sense? To, if you're going to do that, do that in the beginning of the game because you can spend, you know, time scripting your first 12 plays. Like, here's what we're going to do for our first 12 plays. You know what it's going to be. You know the situations. I can throw a hand signal. You know if we're going to audible out of it or not, and we're going to go. You know, I just and it works. If it works in the second half, I mean, why not well, start the game that way? Move the Hall of Fame coach Bill Walsh of the uh, World Champions, several championship next to the Burgundy and Gold, the best team of the '80s, 49ers. They were known for the fact that they would come out with their first, I believe it was 15 plays scripted. Mm -hmm. Period. No matter what down the distance were, they were going to run these plays because they didn't want to be dictated to by what they saw, they wanted to dictate to the defense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I see what you're saying there. I, I guess what bothers me about the whole thing is the trickeration stuff. I mean, yeah, it, no, it, I on, if you're looking at, if you're sitting in a meeting and the coach is drawing this up on the blackboard and said, we're going we're gonna to have the uh, uh, sales, we're going to go 20 miles beyond the line of scrimmage backwards this way. And we're going to have you come this way and snap the ball just as this is happening, right? And that's going to make the defense think this is happening. It's all theoretical. Mm -hmm. But when it gets <laughs> into the game, it doesn't work. You know, you go, right. oh, well. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. wasted all this energy doing all this left-right stuff. You should have been making an attempt to go up and down the field. Exactly. So, to gain yards. Is, is the, is the I'm thinking, point. okay, well, let's do our history lesson in here now. When, when Joe Jackson Gibbs came to town, he had an offense that was leading the league in all kinds of categories statistically, but they were 0-5. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he mm -hmm. said, wait a minute. This ain't going to work. Let me change what I'm doing. And I'm hoping that, uh, that we got a little bit of that, that, that – uh, that uh, flexibility in, in Scott Turner. Um, I did see it in the second half of the first game. There was a lot less of the trickeration, the inside versus mm -hmm. the outside. They mm -hmm. did exactly what you were saying. They hit McClure, hit him on a five-yard slant, let him run for 10 more yards, right? Send your exactly. tight end down the middle. He's your biggest mm -hmm. target. Like, you mm -hmm. know, do that. The simple stuff. Right. And let your defense dictate, right? You know, so um, – I did see that. I did see a lot of that in week one. I saw adjustments and I saw improvements in week one. Exactly. I saw a lot of celebration after week one. A lot yeah, of fans, yeah. a lot of D.C. media. Oh, they love the Washington football team. Oh, man, a chance, you know, to go 2-0 and for the first time since whenever. And, and, man, I'm looking at the schedule and I see a couple wins before Baltimore. Oh, man, I mean, already, already looking ahead, which happens all the time until they ran into Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals was jumped to week two. And, you know, I saw when, look, when the football team was down 20 zip, I'm like, perfect. Got them right where we want them. But here comes a <laughs> second amazing comeback in a row. And the comeback didn't happen. It fell short. And not only did it fall short, it could almost be argued that the coaching staff, Ron Rivera in particular, especially what he said you know, after the game, almost as if they gave up with, with plenty of time left in the fourth to try to make a comeback when you're seeing all these crazy comebacks in the league. And your team, like, kind of did one the week before. 
it seemed as if he kind of gave up with a few, with a few minutes left in the fourth uh, fourth quarter. What did you think about the week two performance? Um, uh, uh, and and even what I said about the coaching staff and, and Coach Bear seemingly giving up. I think this is when the public was really really missed us not being able to do a show last week because. I, I knew what to expect out of the Arizona Cardinals. I, you know, Kyler Murray is still learning the game, but he's talented, right? Mm-hmm. But they got Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins. Right. <laughs> they've got, yeah, they got, they got they ball got, players. Yeah. They got ball players, and our weakest link was our secondary. So I'm not surprised by the outcome at all. I'm surprised by a couple of the coaching moves. And, and, and we were kind of exposed on the offensive line because the pressure that Dwayne was getting – was in the pocket. Now, you, mm-hmm. you, you hear so often people complain, like, if a young quarterback doesn't see what he wants, he'll take off running right away. Or so, Dwayne Waits, I'm, I'm, very, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. very, very impressed by his pocket presence. I, I love the way he steps into the pocket like a pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. I really love it because he's big enough to see over his linemen. And the problem is he steps into the pocket and the pocket goes away. It's <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. the case of the vanishing pocket, right? You know, so no, I'm not surprised at all. I, I, I as far as the coaching aspect of it, I, the, the timeouts didn't bother me. What mm. bothered me was the fact that they went for two after the first touchdown. Right. Because right. that to mm. me, if they, somebody told me, I believe it was our friend Steve Zabin said, what it is when you go for two years, not so much what happens if you make it, it's what happens if you, if you don't. don't. Right, exactly. Right. And, and I mean, you're pretty they, much kind of in the same boat. I mean, you know, you, it's worth the risk or if it's going to put you over. This really set them back. I feel like, I feel like the mindset was, if we miss this, oh, shucks, we'll pack up and get back to Washington. The game's going to be over. We won't even try is what it felt like. That's exactly what it felt like. And mm-hmm. to me, they could have walked off the, after the touchdown. They kicked the extra point. They walk off with a victory, a moral mm-hmm. of, of, you know, not a moral victory, but they won that portion of the game. Mm-hmm. We had a drive. We scored. We can do this. But when they didn't get that extra point, the, the two-point conversion, that gave them an excuse to hang their heads a little bit. And I didn't agree with that. I thought that was too early in the game. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's taking a knee. To mm-hmm. me, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, same thing with the um, with with the offense and the the trickeration. Instead of just running the ball, smash mouth. You know, just let's let's try to dominate you. Let's try to beat you one on one before we try to trick you. You right. know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the defense. Uh, I can, the best way I can put it is, we need a ap- not an appendectomy. We need an appy. <laughs> it's so funny because a lot of people, you know, and, and for good reason, for good reason. I mean, there was a run, I think the uh, running back Drake, uh, or maybe it was DeAndre Hopkins, got the ball and like stiffed arm after to the ground and kept and got some yards after the catch. And then uh, Kyler Murray gave him a shake at the five yard line and, you know, before he scored and he went one way and Kyler Murray went the other way. And, 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 you know, so he, he, he's been, getting beat up on a lot um, here as we record on a Monday, the Monday after the loss to Arizona. Um, and, and, you know, London Fletcher said something on the post-game show on the, Was- on the Washington football team uh, radio network where he said, you know, sometimes you don't see things as to why someone may get beat or why this happened or that happened. Or you may think one person's not the best option. And he said, I've, he said he's been on teams where, you know, you'll play a certain, cor- a certain safety um, and he may not be the most talented one on the team, but he's always where he's supposed to be. And the guy who's talented 
like is always out of place and always not doing like they can't be counted on to at least be where you're supposed to be and sometimes a person will be where they're supposed to be you know eight out of ten plays or seven out of ten plays but it's those three where they are where they're supposed to be but the talent isn't there to make the play as opposed to someone who has the time to make the play but they're only where they're supposed to be four out of ten times and so it's that kind of equation but to me I just feel like I'm always going to outside of like outside of locker room issues or personality issues, because I, I think that that's more damaging. I always go on the side of more talent. You know, I can teach you where to be. I can scheme around you being stupid, but I can't scheme around you not having talent, not being fast or can't tackle. I can scheme around you not being the smartest, sharpest knife in the, in the drawer. Yeah, that's true. That, that is true. But here's the thing also. You know, he's had, he has some physical – capabilities. Mm-hmm. I told someone at, you know, at Stanfield Kevin on Twitter, I don't mind that, that he's fast. We just need a higher quality of slow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what we, you know, that's what we need. You just need a better quality of slow. And, uh-huh. and if you look at it from the other team's viewpoint, right, you study his film all week, you study tendencies and capabilities. You know, if you're the quarterback, you come back and you drop back to pass, and you see number 30 one-on-one on anybody, that's mm-hmm. where the ball is going. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, right. That's right. automatic. Well, I mean, it's like if you have a very talented, you know, rush in, you know, but you know he always over-pursues. And what you do is you run right at him, the way they would do Jadavion Clowney, the way they did Chase Young a couple times yesterday, is, you, 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 you know, you drop that tackle back, make him think it's a pass, and then you just run right inside. Like, that's exactly what you do because they're going to over-pursue. If, 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 you know, if you can, you know, if, if these coaches are smart, they watch the film, they know how to game plan. Hey, one thing though I did notice, uh, it was in the second half, uh, Murray was rolling to his left and, you know, he, he didn't really have an uh, opportunity where he avoided some pressure. But Montez Sweat was in the pursuit. <laughs> he was chasing <laughs> him down. It was like, it was like Murray, Murray looked and said, oh my God. Yeah, he's fast <laughs> too. This big guy's about to catch me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so... There's hope, man. There's, there's, there's potential. If the guys don't get down on themselves, right, I, I, I see a lot of potential there. They need to be coached up a little bit better, though. There's some things that are just just physical. I, I like um, – I don't know why they weren't pressing a little bit more. I know that DeAndre um, Hopkins and, and Larry Fitzgerald, uh, you know, he should be in the Hall of Fame right now. I was mm-hmm. like, why mm-hmm. wait? Why <laughs> take a vote? Right, <laughs> Can right. You the person who will vote against Larry Fitzgerald being yeah, in the Hall of yeah, Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. He shouldn't yeah. be allowed to vote if he would do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but still, you got to press guys a little bit, right? You know, mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. you you got to you got to. You can't football. let them off the line you, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and if you get beat, football. I mean, you know, and if you get beat, you get beat. Like you know, the other team has stars too. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got, you know, guys who are who, who are professional. So, uh, yeah. after the second week, Washington football team one and one. Um, you know, just after two weeks, again, no preseason, things are still developing. You know, what's, what's your take on the team? Well, one thing, the biggest change I see this year as opposed to last is they took our advice. And I don't know if they felt <laughs> if they hired this person full time or if it's a consultant role, but they want to. 
this year. <laughs> they got know. a want-to coach. <laughs> they got a want-to coach or a want-to consultant. They've been doing some uh, uh, TED Talks or whatever it is. I had no idea. My wife had to tell me what a TED Talk was, right? right. right you know, I, they may have, they may have gotten you, they may have gotten your wife to come down there because she does great inspirational speeches. She's in crying, right. she's in, in, empowering and encouraging women all across the country. Why not put her to, to there to encourage a football team to? You know what, guys? You too can be winners. You can win and explain <laughs> right. it to them that they can do this. And maybe they brought her down there and she's inspiring the team. Maybe. If, you know what? You know, she's a huge fan. Huge fan. She is. It, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can see nothing negative coming out of it. And if it comes to that point, just hit me up at Stanfield Kevin and you're on Twitter. We'll work something out, right? There will be but a they, team, they, by the way. But, but you know, <laughs> oh, oh, yes, most exclusively. But, yeah, so that's that's what I see. That that's the one thing. They, they want to. And I think that um, that it takes time, man. And this is, and we're in uncharted territory here. So I'm willing to give them a pass because of this uncertain situation that was these uncertain times that we're in. So um, what about you? What's, what's your, what's your uh, take from the first so, two games? So here's the thing, one, one and one, and I'll be honest with you, looking at, this, looking at the schedule, and, and so many things flip in the NFL from season to season, but looking at the schedule, I thought the team would be one and one by now. I thought that week one would be a loss to the Eagles and week two would be a win against the Cardinals. So the fact that it didn't come the way that I thought it would come, it's still here. They're right on track with what I thought. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I thought that we, I thought that we'd see um, the offense still kind of slow because again, they're learning a new offense. They've got a whole new system that they've got to learn. And, and you've got a young quarterback who's got to now learn a whole new system. You've got young receivers who've got to learn a whole new system. The one veteran who's been here on the – well, not the one veteran, but the one veteran who's a skill player who's been here, you, you, you cut him and, you know, we can argue whether or not that was a great move, a good move by the team or not. But you don't have anybody uh, outside of some of your veterans on the offensive line who's played, you know, as far as your skilled players – more than three years for the most part, two years. And so it's going to take them a while to kind of catch on and to try to, you know, figure things out. So I thought the offense would be slower um, unless you're a team that's like, you know, this New Orleans Saints or the Rams who've had this nucleus together for a while, uh, maybe even the Cowboys who've had their nucleus together for a while. And so there's not a lot of learning and things like that happening, right? Uh, so I figured it would be slow. I thought the defense would be fine and the defense is fine. You know, they've got talent and I think that they can only get better. I think the defense is going to get extremely better come, you know, towards the middle of the season. Um, and I think the offense is going to come around. They're right where I thought that they, right where they would be. And, but I also will say this, it seems as if, uh, you know, Coach Rivera is, is without saying it, is chalking this up as a rebuild year, as a year where, listen, I'm going to do what's best for the future. And I think we saw that in the Arizona game where I'm not even going to do what I think might help us win this game uh, because he talked about not wanting to get players hurt and things like that. It's like, well, players are going to get hurt if they, they could get hurt next week. But, the, but my point is, is that he put, uh, he put something else above winning the present game. And so that makes me think he's not even thinking about this season. He's trying to figure things out. There's some players he's trying to get tape on. There's some folks he's trying to see in certain positions and in certain circumstances and in game time situations. And so, you know, with that as my backdrop and that as my belief that the coach is not even trying to, you know, he's putting other things ahead of winning the present game, the game right in front of him. Um, then I think that they're doing fine because they're not trying to win. Yeah. He's trying to oh, He's doing a good job there. If that's his goal, he's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It depends on, like I said, the, the development and, and, 
and the establish the establishment of how many years have we said this? They gotta establish who they are, right? That's it. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's what Scott Turner wants to establish. He sees Kansas City and Andy Reid, and he says, you know, and Eric Bieniemy says, "Wow, I want one of those." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? It's, well, it took them years to get there. Yeah, no, it's it took them years to get there. But but what I feel, I mean, I feel here's what I feel about culture when it comes to culture, and whether it's a team, whether it's your organization, whether it's your family. I feel like the, like there's two approaches, right? I feel like you can either, you can you can cultivate and make flourish the culture that's natural to your group, you know what I mean? Or you can change everything and force one and force people into whatever culture you want, right? And I think what I think what you've seen on, uh, in the front office and with the team as an organization, that's a forced change. You got to force that change. Yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. with some teams and you get the players that are there and, and, and you think that they should be one thing, but it becomes obvious to your natural eye that there's something else. Like naturally, this type of offense or this type of defense or this type of run-pass ratio fits the talent we have better. And so what you do is you, you, you try to cultivate the, the, the culture or the scheme or the identity that you want based on what they're naturally good at or basically what they are – um, organically, if that makes any sense. I don't mean to sound like a hippie, but I mean, I just feel right. I mean, I feel like you, 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 you evaluate, you, you we're, we're, we're doing all. So like Kevin, you like to cook, you get these ingredients. I want to make this on the grill and do such and such. And then you're starting to make it. And then you're like, huh, you know what? I wasn't thinking about um, adding some lemon, this, and a little bit of seasoning on that, but I think it's going to make this better. And then you add it, even though it wasn't in your plan, because organically and just the flow of things, it just needs to go in a different direction. And so the whole thing about this is the identity that we're going to make this team. It's like, no, if you have a smash mouth team, because it seems like that naturally, then embellish it and make it work. That's one of the things I think makes Bill Belichick so great. He's infamous for having game plans and different schemes for every opponent that he plays. And he'll switch something up. They may do something in the first two weeks and they won't even do that again for seven weeks because it doesn't match up against the team that they're playing against and that's the thing it's like what is na- what is natural for this team and that's what they and, and if that hurry up two minute if that hurry up two minute offense uh hardly any huddles Dwayne quick to McLaurin then going over the top and then some screen if that's what it is then do what this team can naturally do and stop trying to force these boys to do something that you know is just not going to work you know, uh, one of the reasons that they said that they released Adrian Peterson was that he wasn't suited for what it was that they were trying to do. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I'm going to pause you right. I'm going to pause you right there because that's a good segue into America's favorite uh, portion of this show. Not only America's favorite portion of the show, the world's favorite portion of the show, <laughs> and this is an election year. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for fake news or not, okay? Now, check this out. We'll start with fake news or not for any new listeners. Is It's a segment Kevin and I do where I get, give three statements. Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or not. I mean, that's why or it's not. called fake news or not. So he tells me what it is. Because every now and again, coming out of Washington, you get fake news. Um, Believe so it or not. Yeah, or, yeah, or not. I mean, it's, it's, it either is or it ain't, um, as someone once said. So fake news or not statement number one. Uh, the Washington football team will regret letting go of Adrian Peterson. Fake news or not? You know what? I'm going to say that's fake news. Okay. I'm going to say right. it's fake news because, as and that was a good that was a good point to stop me because they <laughs> they didn't want him here. Now I know who's, who's going 
going to regret it is the fan of the, 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 I call them the dub, the Washington football team, uh-huh. the dub, right? The dub. Uh-huh. I, I regret it. I regret it from day one. You know, mm-hmm. AP is averaging over five yards a carry. He's doing you know, great. They've, uh, you know, he's, they're doing a running back rotation in Detroit as well, and he's the best running back. You know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's like, you know, no matter what articles you read, right, you know, all oh, the Lions think the Lions are horrible. The bright point is Adrian Peterson. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, so, yeah. But, but his style just didn't fit what it was that they were trying to do. They want to run the trickeration and the, the XY overflop, you know, let the guy run 20 <laughs> yards behind the line of scrimmage, pitch to him, and maybe he gains five. He, get, he runs him for 25 yards, gains five, and comes to the sideline exhausted. You know that? <laughs> no. Adrian Peterson, you know, he, he'll probably come to the sideline, look, coach, I got it. You know, just put me back in there, man. I got the linebacker set up. He's ready for my run this play again, you know. And, and these guys are too busy playing mad scientists right now. I'm hoping they grow out of it. Uh, but I don't think they'll regret it. They'll do everything in their power not to regret it. So say that Adrian Peterson couldn't run this play, although the play isn't successful. They'll do everything in their power right now. You know, <laughs> well, he couldn't run this one. Oh, well, that's funny. Neither can you. Well, that's the thing. I'm, you know, and for all the reasons, so you're right that it, that it, that it's fake news simply because the team didn't want him here all but it's news in the fact that they could use him here like absolutely like you know well and here's the, well and here's the thing too i mean unless it's a situation and it probably was where you weren't going to play him much i mean i, I mean again i get releasing him to let him go somewhere where they're going to play him he's going to get carries because you may not do it here but my problem my problem is if you are thinking that you're not going to do it here, something's wrong with your thinking. Because <laughs> the, the, the last, I mean, my thing is, don't you want a good running back on the team? Like, if if anything, Dwayne trusts him, McLaurin trusts him, the offensive line trusts him. Of course, your young running backs trust him. Like, everybody on the team trusts him. Like, you can use him as a player liaison coach or something like that. Someone who you could ha- have work on your behalf as a coach when the players just don't seem to get it. And, and, and But it also begs to say that, you know, again, they see it as a rebuild. And he's not going to be part of the team five years from now. So it's like, well, you know what? We might as well just see what we got in these guys. But I just think it's a horrible decision. It, but it, it is. But it's fake news in the fact that the team won't miss him as far as an organization standpoint because they don't want him here. But it's news in the fact that they could use him and that the, his teammates probably miss him. You know, I mean, what, what does that, that calming feeling in the huddle? I, it's, just, it's just odd to me. It's just real odd, you know. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was um, Bram Weinstein who does the play-by-play. Bram Weinstein, by the way, does a great job doing play-by-play mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, on the radio broadcast. But, um, you know, he, uh, 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 he brought this up that, you know, if mm-hmm-hmm made that call, to, to, uh, to, to, <laughs> like some of the things that um, um, uh, we see Coach Rivera doing, that man, we would just be raking him over the coals, you right, know. Right, right, right. And that's and that's some and that's somewhat true. Uh, but yeah, I'm just like I don't I don't understand the the whole yeah. anyway. Um, so yeah, that's 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 fake news and not uh, statement number one. Fake news or not statement number two. Uh, this defensive line can go down as one of the best ever in the league. Give him some time. Fake news or not? No, that's news. That's news. I, I, you know, I. There's certain aspects of the game that that, I mean, they're just you know eternal, and you gotta like, you gotta run faster, you gotta tackle people, and you mm-hmm. gotta make people like like 
not do what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I, I think that um, they had every opportunity to win this game Sunday. I mean, you, this is after I'm saying it was a 17 point uh, from a 17 point deficit. Uh, but part of it, the defense stays on the field so long and they just become less effective. We saw it against, you know, we saw the, the Philly defense just deteriorate after a while. Um, there's talent here. I mean, you know, look at it. You got a line full of first round draft picks. Payne, Who else has Allen, that? Chase Young, Ryan Who Kerrigan, Matt Ioannidis. Yeah, I mean, Monte, what? I did see a couple of times. Um, it, one thing that does concern me, though, and this, this comes from discipline, which comes from practice, and there's a tendency for them to, to fall, uh, to jump, mm-hmm. that, you know, from the hard count. And, and they just got to, you know, look at the ball. That's what they told us all the time growing up. Look at no matter what you hear, look at the ball. Yeah, there was a, the there was a play-by-play guy that brought this up in week one. I can't remember which game I was watching, um, but he had mentioned the fact that, you know, we hear so much about crowd noise affecting the offense. But what about the lack of crowd noise in these first few weeks affecting the defense and the fact that mm-hmm. every count sounds like a hard count because there's not a lot of crowd noise. That's and right. so, like, the quarterbacks don't have to, you know, give you that extra oomph to get the ball snapped, you know what I mean, or tap the, 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 the center. Um, and so every single – everything in their cadence almost sounds like a hard count, so they're trying to figure out which one is which. And that's – you would hope would clean up by the second or third week. Or the third I or hope fourth so. Week. That's that's, um, that's – that's discipline. That's, that's practice. That's those are things that you clean up in practice. Lack of preseason, maybe that's showing a little bit. And again, they're young and we'll learn from this. You know, if it slows them down a half a step, they're still faster than everybody else in the league. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think absolutely. we'll be all right. So yeah, right. yeah, that's news. That's news. Fake news and not statement number three. Dwayne Haskins might need to look over his shoulder. Because this team might be drafting a quarterback next offseason. <laughs> no, Dwayne Haskins yeah. got to play better, or his job is in jeopardy. You got a guy, Kyle Allen, that knows this offense played in it in, in Carolina. So, Dwayne Haskins, two more weeks, better show improvement. Is that fake news or not? Well, if it's news, uh, Bill Belichick will welcome up, him up there with open arms because Cam <laughs> only got like maybe four <laughs> years left. You know, mm-hmm. there's plenty of teams around this league that would love to have a Dwayne Haskins. You look at Cleveland, you look at Detroit, where, uh, where Matthew Stafford is getting a little older. Uh, um, you know, look at the Falcons, Matt Ryan's getting a little older, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, they'll mess around and let him go if you want to. <laughs> you know, but, but no, I, I don't think there's any doubt that, you know, what, what he has to look for. And, you know, good thing that he's big and strong because he's going to get hit a whole lot because his mm-hmm. line is, is porous. Mm-hmm. His line... You know, it's, it's so wild. Like a year ago, people were singing the praises of this line and how they took a guy like Eric Flowers off the scrap heap mm-hmm. and made him into all potentially a Pro Bowl player, right? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And didn't make any attempt to keep him after right. that. <laughs> made him a great player and then made no attempt to keep him, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like we don't need good players. <laughs> what is that mentality? We okay, don't cool. need... Yeah. We'll get a, we'll we'll accomplish the things we wanted to accomplish with the subpar ones. <laughs> yeah, well, how's that working out for him with the with the offensive line and the safety of the running back and the running backs? Yeah, although we got some a little bit of talent there, but you can't tell because they keep shuttling them in and out. I don't right. think so. And which running back was that? Was that Alfred Morris that said, listen, you can do the committee stuff, that's fine, but sometimes you have a back. Well, maybe that was Adrian Peterson. That was like, 
who I need to get 13, 14 carries before I'm even comfortable in the game. Like before, I'll tell you what. I, while I'm setting, up the, I'm setting up the linebackers. I'm setting them up for my cutback. I'm setting them up for my opposite, you know, for, for my bounce out. Like, I need, I need this many carries to get in the flow. Now, you know, most backs will say that. Clinton Portis will say that all the time, you know. It's, it's, that's a fact. That's just the way it is, right? And they're trying to change that. It's, it's, um, it's one thing, whoever invented all these jet sweeps and, and going in motion and all that sideways and snap direct snaps and all that, whoever invented this, I don't think played the game. I, I really don't think so. I mean, it's good. It's good to trick people when it works, you yeah. know, but, but when it doesn't, you're in a hole because you still haven't established the, 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 you know, you still haven't established three catch. You know what? Carrying for three yards is a good thing. Yes. Because if yeah. you do it for four times, you got a first down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know who doesn't like the type of stuff is fantasy football players. Oh, they want yeah, you no. just throw a million times a game. But, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I see competitiveness in this team. So, uh, no, I think that that's, uh, that's fake news. Dwayne should be comfortable in this. And Dwayne, if anything, he should take it upon himself to learn as much about the game as possible and come to his own rescue. Let me give you an example. I'm taking some online courses, some college mm-hmm. courses, right, you know. And, you know, without a professor there, it's just basically reading, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I would love to have a professor with me, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to learn cybersecurity and stuff, I'm going to have to teach myself, you mm-hmm. know. I can't blame the professor. Uh-huh. The professor did what she did. She put the assignment up there, right? Exactly. But it's up to me. At some point, it's up to Dwayne to decide, you know what? I got to do this mm-hmm. for me. Like the big Russian said in Rocky IV, I don't fight for Russia. I fight for me. <laughs> you know? So the way you got to start fighting for him. And I mm-hmm. think it'll be all right. You know? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Another edition of uh, Fake News and Not on the Federal Football Report. We'll bring that to you every single week because you demand it. It's, the fa- That's right. it's, it's America's favorite segment. Uh, People so- have been putting a lot of demands on us lately. Like, what's the show? What well, yeah, exactly. What's happening? What about well, the movie reviews? I can't, I can't review movies I haven't seen because nobody's seen them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so look, but but I know you're making demands on us because you love us. I, exactly. I accept that. You know, we yeah. we're up to the challenge, and unlike those teams out in Ashford, sometimes we want to. <laughs> exactly. We, we don't want need to. a want to coach. We we That's we, right. we come with all the want to uh, already. We got um, you want to, baby. All right. Exactly. Let's take a quick look at the NFC East, man. Um, so the Eagles zero two, Giants zero two, Cowboys one and one easily could have been zero and two. Um, yep, yep. Uh, uh, the football team one and one. I almost did it. I almost called them the other name. Ding, <laughs> ding. All right. Um, so, so, uh, 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 your thoughts on the rest of the NFC East, uh, in general? Um, here's the thing the Giants are going to be bad. I mean, without, without Saqu- Saquon, was their only hope. Uh, a, fr- a friend of mine who was a Cowboys fan said that a buddy of his who's a Giants fan texted him and said, uh, hey, do you guys want Jason Garrett back? Because <laughs> he's, you know, the offensive coordinator there. So, Sa- yeah, yeah. listen, Saquon, without him, the Giants don't have a shot. And they've got injuries at the wide receiver position. They're done. They're done. Um, I think when you look at the Eagles, uh, they've had a, they had a lot of injuries early, um, you know, but you just don't know what you're getting. I, I feel like Carson Wentz is overrated. I feel like people believe he's I'm not even sure if he's a top 10 quarterback, to be honest with you, right now in the league. Um, but so many folks are sold on him. And, you know, to me, he's injury prone. You know, he hasn't won anything. I don't, I don't know what the infatuation is with him. But the Eagles are always around. 
um, especially when the division itself isn't really great. You know, they, they seem to be the ones that it kind of falls to. The Cowboys, um, you know, listen, uh, you add C.D. Lamb, they've got this firepower on offense. The defense has got some firepower back, and they've got all this hype coming into the season. And then they go to play the Rams, and they look like the same old Cowboys under Jason Garrett. Yeah, <laughs> and then they yeah, go yeah. play the Falcons, they look like the same old Cowboys under uh, Jason Garrett. I have no reason to believe they're not going to be the same old Cowboys. They could, they could finish 8-8 eight and eight and win the division. They could finish 10-6 and six and win the division and lose in the playoffs the first round. Like, th- that's pretty much what they're going to They're going to be 8-8, eight and eight, and that might be good enough to get in, or they're going to just miss it. That's what's going to happen. Or if they can find a way to get hot and go 10-6, and six, they'll get in and probably lose in the first round. Uh, so who knows? Um, but I think that the Redskins, you know, uh, there it is. Said it again. Yeah, I think ding, that the Washington ding. football team, ding, ding, ding. I think the Washington football team um, is probably, I think, right in the same spot as the Eagles. I think they're right in the same spot as the Eagles. If Coach Rivera tries to win some games, they could get to eight and eight, nine and seven, and maybe sneak in if the rest of the division is good, is, is bad. Yeah, I think they're going to have to do it without the coach. Uh, I think that uh, although I think they are leaps and bounds ahead of where they were a year ago this time, yeah. I, I think that it's going to have but to we be. We agree. Up. We agree he wasn't trying to win that Cardinals game late when there was oh, still yeah, time no, to win it. No, okay. Okay. no, he no, wasn't no, no, to, no. He, yeah. he wasn't. And forget all the stuff about people getting hurt. You know, the, the other people can get hurt too. You know, that's right, just. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no reason for it. He just, you know, um, he had a lapse. I don't know, you know. Because like the saying, division's me, bad. Like, he, like and you're, you're leading the division. Uh, you, I'm, I'm just – and you look at what's happening with New York. I mean, you compare yourselves to other teams. Well, like, I wish you were there to beat these guys. I just, I just feel like he just he, – he must be thinking in his mind, we're not – I don't – our chances of winning the Super Bowl is slim to none, so I'm not even going to worry about this year in general. Yeah. It's weird yeah, to me. It's just know, odd. I've never seen anything so, like it. But – I'm thinking it was more along the lines of, well, hey, this isn't a division game. Uh, now I can, I got some things on film I can work with. Like I said, the 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 the, the, the going for two showed me something right there, and I think it was along the same lines I was I'm saying about the trickeration. There's no, you got to establish something first, and mm-hmm. by scoring that touchdown, kicking the extra point, they established something. And by going for two, they took it away. They were not, you know, it's, it's something like, and they did it twice. You know, something about, six points ain't the same as seven. <laughs> it's just, right, I mean, right. That's it's physics. Not. You know, right. that's physics. I watched the Big Bang Theory. That's physics, man. That's not string theory or pulse theory. That's just physics. Six mm-hmm. ain't as many as seven. <laughs> and you want to score as many as you can. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, you know, when he, we'll send him a, you know, I'm a college student now, so we'll send him a, a couple of my, my thesis out there, right? And let him know. Oh, I get it now. We want more. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We want more points, not less. We want yeah, more points. Right. Yeah, right. it doesn't matter how many more points you get over your opponent, but you got to you, you just one more wins it. But you've got to right. get more points in order you to get, get more than your that's opponent. Right. So there you go. And that's how you win it. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. That's the game coming up next for the Washington Football Team. Uh, uh, you know, quarterback not nearly as talented as Kyler Murray, but you know he's got some escapability. They got a great running game, and they've got Odell Beckham Jr. who can give a secondary fits if his quarterback can get him the ball. Um, your thoughts on what the uh, Washington football team needs to do to beat the Cleveland Browns? They have to be aggressive. They have to have, they have to send um, a lot of hats to the ball. As, as people say in this business, they got to send a lot of hats to the ball. They have to, they have to play aggressive defense. No more, uh, even though it's ODB, you know, play him like he was just another guy. That's how you mm-hmm. become great. You don't, you know, let him know how great you are. Back right. in my... <laughs> Back in my legendary days as a pickup basketball player, 
I always say, you know, my friends, I would travel around the city, right, to go looking for the best talent. And my thing was, they don't know. The other guys who don't know me, they don't know if I can play or not. Right, right, right. <laughs> so all I got to do is act like I can play. <laughs> you know? If I miss a jumper, man, why did I miss that? Uh -huh. <laughs> I missed it because I couldn't shoot. But they, <laughs> but they don't know that. So you got you to gotta be just as good as they are. You have to be in your mind. You're just as good as they are. You know, mm -hmm. you have to play like you're a winner. And um, same with the offense, man. You have to beat your man in front of you. You have to, you have to, your quarterback has to trust his line. The line has to prove that they could be trusted. Mm -hmm. And you got to do what you practice. You got to play just like you practice. So I'm, I'm hoping for a good week of practice from these guys. And I'm hoping for some aggression. I want, you know, I just want to get mean, mm -hmm. you know, get me. You, you, like you sound like our friend Doc Walker. Oh man, that's you know maybe some of that Doc Walker them are rubbing off on me, man. You just gotta, you know, you gotta with Doc say you gotta you gotta act like somebody broke in your house and stole your lunch. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. When that, asked man. one preseason game, what does he need to see? He said violence, which is one answer. <laughs> what do you need to see? Violence. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Because Doc Doc is not Doc is not a barbarian, man. Doc is a as a, a, a learned dude, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's what you need to see. This is football, man. This is and and, and it goes along with that. My theme was no more trickeration. Mm -hmm. Here I come. I'm running right at you. Here I come. Try to stop me. Yeah, exactly. That, I need to see a little of that. Let me see if I see some of that against Cleveland, a game that has no implications other than record, right? You know, mm -hmm. not not conference, not not uh, division. But this is the kind of game you're supposed to beat up on people. Exactly. So, you know in your own way. <laughs> exactly. And we'll see how that works out, ladies and gentlemen. Like Kevin said, uh, physicality, toughness, no trickeration. You won't get trickeration here on the Federal Football Report. We, we do what we say we're going to do. We're not going to trick you. You're not going to listen to the Federal Football Report and then get gardening tips. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but for the most part, you're going to get football talk. And that's what Although we you do. should probably, like, take in your, uh, your uh, what do you call it, your annuals. Take them in now because it's getting a little cold, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's about yeah. that time for us to take in our banana tree plant outside. We've got this nice tree plant outside. we got to bring that in now. But we'll have more on that and football <laughs> later <laughs> next week on the Federal Football Report. Folks, take it easy. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.